after the Hawaiian Islands were formed, their beauty made one of Hawaii's four main gods, Kane, weep. Kane's tears fell upon a taro plant, and as the tears ran from the taro's leaves, they formed four beautiful goddesses. The goddess of mist, dead fires, and dissolution. A volcano goddess that was a master of making kappa cloth. She created a white cloak for herself and her sisters. A lake goddess who protected Hawaii's most sacred waters. But their oldest sister with fair complexion was the goddess of snow. And while all the sisters possessed remarkable beauty, the snow goddess was the most beautiful of all the Hawaiian gods. Donning their white cloaks, the four sisters became the protectors of the big islands Mauna Kea, where they cared for and respected each other. However, to Mauna Kea's south lies Kilauea Volcano and Pele, the goddess of fire who despised the sisters, especially the goddess of snow. The goddess of snow was Pele's compassionate nemesis, Poleahu. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, Episode 42, Pele's Compassionate Nemesis, Poliahu, Part 1. Yes, this episode covered so much that like Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill, it had to be cut into two parts. So this is Part 1, and Part 2 will be released sooner than Kill Bill Part 2 was. I'm Kamuala Kaneshiro, a professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. And don't forget to claim your free bonus episode by joining our email list today. Later in this episode's Part 2 your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, poliahu. It's interesting growing up in Hawaii. We have the same popular Christmas songs and sing about snowmen and sleigh rides, but most of us have no idea what we're singing about. However, we do have snow, just not enough for skiing or snowboarding. Our snow is located on the big island's Mauna Kea, a dormant volcano on the Big Island's north side. When measured from the sea floor, Mauna Kea is the world's tallest mountain. Its summit is about 13,800 feet, which is the cruising altitude of most commercial airplanes. Keep this in mind during your next flight. Mauna Kea's uniqueness makes it very sacred. Ali'i and Kahuna's were buried there. Like Mount Olympus, 
it is believed this is where some Akuas, or gods, resided. There is also a sacred lake protected by Poliahu's sister, Waiau, and the lake is named after her. Waiau Lake is the highest lake in the world, and as mentioned earlier, its water is considered to be very sacred. Depending who you talk to, Poliahu either means temple bosom or cloaked blossom. She cares about her sisters, Mauna Kea and Haumakua, which is an area north of Mauna Kea. Haumakua mostly consists of farmers who respected the land. Poliahu rewarded them by providing fresh water from her snow-capped Mauna Kea. When the farmers branched into fishing, Poliahu did her best protecting them, though it was difficult since the ocean was the domain of other gods. But unlike other gods, Poliahu didn't require sacrifices or offerings. All she requested were flowers and for people to care for the land. Poliahu also refused temples being made to her and considered Mauna Kea her great temple. Because of this, Poliahu was beloved by farmers, fishermen, and was considered the goddess of snow and compassion. Poliahu and her sisters were intelligent, adventurous, and athletic. Poliahu particularly liked cliff diving, but all the sisters loved heeholua, or sled surfing. This deadly sport involved sledding over snow or rocks. The Hawaiian sleds were about 12 feet long and a mere 6 inches wide, but they reached speeds of 50 miles per hour or faster. The following is Legends from the Pacific Original Story and is based on cultural records. Poliahu adjusted her white cloak and sat along the slopes of Mauna Kea. She gazed down upon her beloved Hamakua and became lost in thought. A handsome young Ali'i approached, and he, like others, was struck by Poliahu's beauty. Poliahu welcomed the company of mortals. The two talked, played, and it wasn't long until Poliahu was taken by the Ali'i. He was from the island of Kauai and asked her to return with him so they could marry. The ecstatic goddess agreed and left her beloved Mauna Kea sisters and Hamakua for the Ali'i. Upon arriving on Kauai, Poliahu discovered the Ali'i was promised to another woman. Rage filled the heartbroken Poliahu. She froze and burned the lovers, but didn't kill them. The woman returned to her island of Maui, and the Ali'i lost both women. Poliahu returned to Mauna Kea. Her sisters comforted her, but the snow goddess wanted to be alone. Poliahu adjusted her white cloak and sat along the slopes of Mauna Kea. She gazed down upon her beloved Hamakua 
and resumed, imagining the day when the right men would appear for her sisters and herself. The beautiful Poliahu and her attractive sisters had many suitors, but none of them found the right man and remained single. All right, so instead of cutting our closing story in half, I decided to keep it intact, which means this is the end of part one. Once again, this episode covered so much ground, it needed to be cut in two parts. Don't worry, part two will be out soon. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho. Hui ho.